Hey kid, you ever try eating whatever's in these seashells? It's delicious. That doesn't look too good. Mmm. You ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go! Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. We're a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of golden age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler-heavy fashion. Sometimes we just do back-to-back Stallone movies. Yeah. We're unpredictable like that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, hmm. first time viewing for you? Sure was. In case you missed our previous episode on Judge Dredd, we said that we were going to cover this one because it's just another Stallone future cop movie. Yeah, and we keep our promises. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're terrible people. Yeah. But keep listening to the podcast because sometimes terrible people are fun to listen to. We're going to change all your minds and indoctrinate you into our cult of weird belief systems. <laughs> Like, speaking of speaking of which, I was going to do, I watched this whole entire video from Atrocity Guide on YouTube, and it was about the whole deal about people cryogenically freezing themselves. Oh, and dying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, the whole thing was like really good, and I was like, oh, I'm going to totally bring it in to the podcast, I'm going to talk about it. Tell you what, everybody, I'm just going to like post a link or something because it is it is really fascinating, but. Because it doesn't work. No. And also, it's interesting when they, like, they freeze themselves, knowing that the current technology, they cannot be unfrozen alive. And they're just hoping that in the future, <laughs> they just develop the technology to actually bring them out alive. And then they go like, well, we'll make it cheaper. So we'll just, how about we just do heads? Yeah, and we'll just freeze your head. And that's where the whole Futurama head thing kind of came from. And all the that whole show is just based off of a cry, one cryogenic joke. Yeah, guys, if you didn't know already, dongles out there, uh, when water freezes, it expands and crystallizes. So basically, your blood just turns to... It, it, your blood expands and turns really sharp. And you die. So don't freeze right. yourself. Yeah, well, they... they See, we're getting into it. They had a thing where they replaced the fluids oh. with something else. So, yeah. But that's still... You're still just you're dead. You're still dead. You're still just dead. Because the cold just really doesn't do you any favors anyway. Yeah. But you, what you can do, you can do an experiment at home. And you can take a tomato and you can put it in the freezer. And then you can just unthaw it. And then you can see how great that tomato is. It's disgusting. It's mushy. It's gross. That's what happens to you. Yeah. So, dongles don't cryogenically freeze yourself. Yeah. Please, just just be dead when you're dead. Just, yeah. Just, just accept it. Mm-hmm. 
we're not quite there yet, and I have no idea how they were there in 1996. Yeah. But, man, we've got some other things to talk about quick. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to go over the IMDb info real quick because, I don't know. That's what we do, I guess. According to IMDb, Demolition Man from 1993 says, A police officer is brought out of suspended animation in prison to pursue an old ultra-violent nemesis who is loose in a non-violent future society. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. It was directed by Marco Brambillo, some Italian guy who this is, I think, like the only actual full movie he's ever directed. Oh, what? And like his first directing credit on here. Oh. Yeah. But he wanted to, he directed other stuff, like a bunch of short Did he win a raffle? Direct a random movie? <laughs> like... <laughs> Who wants to who wants to direct Demolition Man and they're just like spinning a big wheel of numbers, everyone's praying they don't get picked. I mean it's not horribly directed. No. It's just competently directed, I guess. It's nothing special. No. There's more on that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so it stars obviously Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock, and Ew. like the I think that was the first time I've ever I ever saw her in anything was this. Sandra Bullock? Yeah. I wish it was the last time. <laughs> I'm going to say this right up front. Not a fan. Me neither. Not a fan. I don't. I've I, never liked Sandra Bullock. I don't get how she's one of the top actresses of our time. I just don't get it. Benjamin Bratt's in here. Dennis Leary's in here. Um, a whole lot of that, guys. Yeah. It's a whole lot of character actors just playing bit parts in here, and they all do a fine job because what they do this well geez i don't know i don't know if we should get into comparing this we will we definitely I mean, will we, we'll have we, to yeah i mean we we're gonna have to compare it to judge dread judge dread because yeah. that's the whole reason we're doing this yeah and i'm gonna say this right right up front judge dread better cast <laughs> yeah and this even has rob schneider in it yeah it does but somehow he's better <laughs> oh yeah he's like he's just a, a random bit, guy yeah he's a bit i forgot guy. he was even in this so this is just like, I don't know, Stallone must have seen him in the Saturday Night Live skit, mm. where he's the copy guy. Yeah, throw him in. And that's it for that. I'm not I'm not talking anymore about IMDb info. How about a trailer, Brennan? Oh, I'm, I'd love to. I'm sure there is one. Oh yeah, and I'm sure it's really cheesy. Insert trailer here. At the end of a century, ravaged by violence... A society of perfect order will arise. Criminals will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons. The prisoners are ice cubes. Their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep. Aggression and deviant behavior will be totally eliminated. He's a criminal the likes of which you have never seen. In a bad time, he was the worst. I'm gonna love running this place. But in the year 2032... This morning, Simon Phoenix escaped from this cryo facility. We are, quite frankly, not equipped to deal with the situation. Amidst a world of peace and calm... We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence. How 
was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th? In the end, it took just one man. John Spartan. You mean the demolition man? The conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the apprehension of Simon Phoenix. Two mortal enemies. Just dropped in to say hi! From another time. Pass is over, John! Time for something new and improved! Oh, hell. Will be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Demolition Man. Resume podcast. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> wow. Nothing more exciting than that trailer. Mm-hmm. Sure was cheesy and from the 90s. Sure, sure is, I bet. Yeah. Probably spoiled everything, too. I don't have any notes. I took no notes. I figure I've seen it enough. Maybe. We'll get the gist Not of enough. It. More times. <laughs> You've not seen enough, Dad. How's your Demolition Man tattoo healing up? Uh, well, actually, I'm going for a second appointment. Um, apparently, didn't have enough ink, couldn't color in all of uh, Sylvester Stallone's taint. So, fortunately, it's going to be a second session, and then I have to pay the session fee. Yeah, it's just a mess. Well, just... Not even gonna worry about it. Just all over your your entire rib cage, just yeah. covered in yeah naked Stallone. Yeah, nice. I just got that three seashell tramp stamp. Good. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Like if you're I a fan, mean, everybody knows about it. <laughs> you can give your theory on how the system works. Mm -hmm. I'll give mine, and then I'll tell you what Stallone thought. <laughs> because really, there is no explanation for yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just a weird gimmick, but I don't know. For whatever reason, that's what this movie's known for. The movie starts, it's 1996, and I'm wondering how much of this movie at this point was written to be self-aware, or I guess at this time, since it's the early 90s when this movie was made, action movies in general were just kind of, I don't think they were necessarily becoming self-aware, but they were definitely kind of jumping some sharks almost definitely i mean they kind of wanted to be self-referential because you had last action hero i think came out before this that's the whole meta arnold schwarzenegger movie you ever see that one mm -mm. balls i don't know if i want to cover that <laughs> but there's definitely a shift that happens with action movies from the 80s into the 90s and this is a prime example of it over the cop action happens and over you the top? Oh. oh, Stallone. It's the Stallone verse. <laughs> after he, he after he helps that kid win the wins the money or whatever, he goes and he joins the the Los Angeles Police Department. He becomes he becomes demolition man after that. Mike Cox, whatever. It wasn't Mike Cox. It was something like that <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Sometime he had an S at the end of his name, sometimes he didn't. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, all this is just, this entire segment is cheesy. So, Stallone's character, John Spartan, is going after, what's his name? Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix Jones. Yeah. Wasn't Phoenix Jones the, the real-life superhero guy? That's Alex Jones. <laughs> that is not Alex Jones. <laughs> 
Or yeah, I think that that might be the yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the Phoenix Jones is the Phoenix real Jones. superhero guy out in like Seattle. Who's yeah, got a lot of controversy. So many lawsuits. Him. Yeah, <laughs> no Simon Phoenix. Simon Phoenix. Oh, that's lame. It kind of would have been a better movie if he was going after Phoenix Jones. <laughs> no offense to Wesley Snipes. <laughs> anyway, so supposedly. Simon Phoenix has a bus full of people taken hostage. And most of this is just like... Say. Yeah. Never see. No. You're just happening at the last minute. And like Stallone helicopters in, jumps down, just shooting dudes up left and right. And ends up like confronting... Simon Phoenix. I keep wanting to say Phoenix Joe. <laughs> he confronts Simon Phoenix. He had like punctured all these like cans of gasoline that were just there on like the fourth floor yeah and so gasoline's just pouring everywhere and it's funny because stallone doesn't even realize that there is gasoline everywhere yeah and he's got to like bust out the blowtorch which would have probably blown that entire place to hell at that moment right then and there but you know it's the cigarette that really ignites stuff yeah not him not work the blowtorch was like inches away from the flames or inches away from the gas and that doesn't ignite it. They should have all been dead. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, they do end up like just blowing up the building and you don't really know how they get out. Yeah. All <laughs> that gas gets wasted. It's like $4, it's like, over $4 a gallon. <laughs> Back much, then. You know how much money that is? <laughs> I filled up the car today. Horrible. Gas was still cheap in 96 though. Yeah. They had it all back then. Two towers. One side of a Pentagon, cheap gas. Yeah, they, I mean, they show him kind of like jump out the window, but that explosion is way too You're big. so humongous. Way too the big. The shockwave would have like blown up his organs. No, I know we, de- I, well, we didn't debate. I debated whether or not that was an actual building. Yeah. it was a miniature. Yeah. Real building. Real building? Yep. Yeah. They were just demoing a building anyway. But the twist in this is that Simon Phoenix says, Everybody, all those people were it's still in there, and that John Spartan's responsible for blowing them up, and because they even just have a firefighter confirm it. There's just bodies everywhere. It's bodies. Yeah, and you know we're gonna take the word of the criminal over the law enforcement agent. No, well, he's not. He's not really law enforcement, but still. Well, depending on how this works out, right? A lot of people think you can get away with, like, say, burning some bodies. Like, but if you're not thorough enough, burning actually preserves a lot of evidence and they can still forensically tell a lot. Oh, these people died three days ago and didn't die in the explosion. Right. They can determine those things. And if the firefighter could see the bodies, they weren't, like, deep in the building. Like, they're under rubble, which is my other question, too. Like, then where were they? They're close enough to be, like, blown up but not in the collapsed building well didn't well john also said that he ran a thermal on the building and he and didn't did see not, any bodies he, yes yeah so so his bones are covered yeah for now yeah and but, who knows how he ran that thermal or could even be a recording of that and right whatever Which, it doesn't matter because this movie needs to go to the future and yes. he needs to get frozen yes so he's convicted of being irresponsible because he does seem like he's it's he's it's very just 80s action cop who's just 
reckless running in shooting yeah yeah but that's the point of his character in this, yeah so and he you know we don't get to see the court trial or anything no thank goodness and he's found guilty of being irresponsible or whatever so he's sentenced to be cryogenically frozen for what 70 years yeah during that time he's supposed to get rehabilitation like brainwashing yeah and that's apparently what they're doing to people now as someone who was alive in 1993 and even 1996 there's no way this technology was even available no way it is a complete stretch it has to be an alternate history like it it's just so weird because everything else they show is perfectly normal you know i mean except for the huge gang war explosions whatnot but it's like normal 90s and then it, it, they're just in a future lab right there's in a future like prison cell lab thingy and that was my thought too because you're gonna see in a little bit in the future nothing's changed in that lab yeah it would have been really neat if like it was like industrial and like really sketch when they're doing it in the 90s like it, it they made it look experimental and then he wakes up and it's like oh it's this super high-tech facility i feel they they really dropped the ball on that yeah it just kind of took me out of it and it always does every time i've seen this movie i'm just like wow why isn't it just why does it look the same like mm-hmm. why would they keep this facility the same i mean i guess they're gonna unthaw them early mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's only it's actually only 40 years not 70 so I guess maybe the facility could still be around after 40 years, but you think they would have updated some things. Yeah. But I mean, the whole process is very futuristic anyway. They have them just lie naked. Actually, they weren't going to unfreeze them in just 40 years. No, 70. It was supposed to be 70, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess then, whatever. It's, yeah. They were uh. just being cheap. They didn't want to build another set. Someone <laughs> probably thought about it at a meeting somewhere, and they just ignored them. Yeah, they probably said, well, I need more money for the modern the modern day stuff. We need to pay Sandra Bullock. She needs more money. <laughs> she was pretty unknown at that time, so she was probably cheap. Well, she stayed unknown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dongles, if you want to send in some hate mail about our dislike of Sandra Bullock. Please do. It'd be funny. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll read it on the air. That would be fun. And then we'll make fun of you. Yeah. Oh, I'm. What if I'm this is like Army Frankenstein's where Sandra Bullock listens to this episode? Oh my god. She tweets, hey, just listen to your podcast. <laughs> the 9 11 joke wasn't very tasteful. <laughs> you know what, though? We're not really that mean, though. We haven't really gone on any. Like, yeah, we just don't streets. like her. Yeah. It's just not my cup of tea for acting. I just think she's a bad actress and she should have stayed in the slums of Hollywood. The slums. Yeah, where all the bad actors go. So they frolic around trying to find any sort of job. I flew here from Ohio. I'm going to be a singer. So 40 years into the future, they're just on thawing. The, um, so the actual thaw, the, the freezing process that is involved with this or whatever. I mean, I guess it seems like it's frozen. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's freezing. Yeah, so they, they, they make you get naked and lay in a Petri dish. It gets filled with goo, clear goo, crystal Pepsi, I'm assuming. There's like a there's a thing with a little blue orb that gets dropped down, and then special effects happen, and then 
you cut to a giant statue of Sylvester Stallone. That's weird that those are in Planet Hollywood, by the way. Yeah, that is the weird. weird frozen pucks of st- naked Stallone. Yeah. But I mean, the whole thing, like, I gotta admit, Stallone looks pretty freaking good in these scenes, though. Like, he's in great shape. He's in, yeah, he's in really good shape. Like, they, he's pretty built. They oil him up just right and everything, and he's looking good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's probably, like, peak Stallone at this point. Yeah. And at the time, he was probably, like, in his, like, my age. Yeah, that dude's a beast. And look at me. I'm so gross. Everything about me is just disgusting. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> but anyway. You're lucky. You could be Sandra Bullock. <laughs> so in the future, 40 years later, Simon Phoenix gets unfrozen. Yeah. So weird that he gets out first. It, oh, no, he was up for parole. He was up for parole. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. He's up for parole, and they deny his parole, and they're just being mean to him. Yeah, they're like, no more running around Seattle with a mask on. <laughs> Listen, if the police needed your help, you just join the police academy. Yeah. You can't be an actual vigilante. <laughs> yeah. The cops need help. Become a cop. <laughs> well, you don't like the way the cops operate? Neither do a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, most people don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Can't be a vigilante. It doesn't work in real life. Oh, we're talking about, oh, we're supposed to be talking about Simon Phoenix, not Phoenix oh, Jones. yeah. Ugh. So he ends up knowing the code word, which is teddy bear, which, I mean, I guess nobody would probably say that, but yeah, okay. that also seems, like, still risky. Yeah, that's a kind of a risky code word. But it unlocks his cuffs on the gurney that he's on or whatever. Yeah, which also seems like a bad idea. Right. Because why would you, I don't know, I'd make the code, like, avocado soap bar yeah something weird and also if you had to unlock your prisoner like let's say you're just transferring him you're gonna have to say the word you're gonna say the code word to open it and they're gonna hear that well there might be there might be something else we don't I know. guess so but I mean, there still could be it's stupid means. it's dumb sure they just needed a way for for phoenix to to break out and kill some guys yeah so he just kills like all three of these people and steals the dude's eyeball yeah to get out which i'm i was surprised he had a pen in the future because it's like what wait a second it's supposed to be like 2032 in this movie it's 10 years from now sandra bullock's character in this movie is born the same year you were born then great (laughs) so i mean there's a chance that i'm living amongst sandra bullock (laughs) that's awful Yeah, so he gets out, he's just going to be like, and, you know, the the police don't know what to do, because in this city anyway, which is like, they kind of mushed a bunch of cities together, so it's just like one big... Most most of like the big California cities. Yeah, because there was a giant earthquake that they referenced a couple times. It was the earthquake, the big one hit, and so I'm assuming there was a lot of damage done, and... Just easier to build one big city, I guess. Right. Not you a, never even really see like the city proper. There's not enough flex seal to fix it. Yeah. Because that's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. To show you the power of flex seal, I sawed California in half. <laughs> that was the great earthquake. <laughs> and they say it's just the city that has adopted this new way of life where everybody's just really passive. It's only mentioned that it's the city. 
It's yeah. Like they never reference the entire country. Yeah, the rest of the country's probably just chilling normal. normal. Right. That, I mean, I was thinking that when I was watching this. I'm like, they never reference anything outside of St. Angeles or whatever it's called. Yeah. So it's only the city, which is kind of bonkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guessing some of this stuff probably flows out into the rest of the country. Maybe? I don't know. It's just the one dude. This is the one, like, mayor dude. He's not even, like, the mayor. He's, like, a doctor. He runs the facility, doesn't he? No, it's just a thing that he invented. Like, he that he, like, is the head of, also. Because everything is, like, you know, you're going to get a fine if you swear. Good things that people tend to, like, good red-blooded Americans are now illegal because it's California. And you know what's wrong with them people out in California, right? They don't want you to eat meat. They don't want you to smoke. They don't want you to swear. Hey, wait a second. This is a lot like Escape from L.A. Did Escape from L.A. totally rip off Demolition Man? Doesn't matter. It's a piece of garbage anyway. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, basically anything people like any type of carnal enjoyment anybody has is now illegal in San Angeles. Can't do it. So you have an underground group of people who are just fighting the system. Blood by Dennis Leary, living in the sewers. Just leave. Go live someplace else. Walk. Get because yourself a full, scrape together full stomach of food. Walk. Walk away. Now, see, I could, I could see, like, if it were, like, Escape from L.A. And all of California had broken off. Yeah. And now it was its own thing, almost like existing on its own. Yeah. That would have made sense. Yeah. Where are you going to leave to? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're stuck. And... It's just independent. To be fair, you'd have to go to like Nevada, and that isn't much better, no. as is. <laughs> but still. I don't think we. I don't think there's any dongles in Nevada. If you're a dongle in Nevada, write into us and tell us, hey, you are completely right. Tell us how much you actually like sand. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, old guy. It turns out, old guy just unthaws Simon Phoenix to go. Raise some hell. Go and kill that leader yeah. of the poor people. He's programmed them all sorts of stuff, even as if he wouldn't be dangerous enough. Yeah. He's now programmed with other things. Yeah. And the police don't know how to handle a murder. And they're freaking out because everybody's just polite and nice. And I was thinking, like, that doesn't seem so bad. I mean, except for the swearing part. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Which the swearing thing worse. is one of my favorite running jokes in this movie. It is It is actually a really good gag because mm-hmm. you hear that thing go off. Every time. Almost every time. If they're in any sort of building, you'll hear it go off. There is one part where it kind of doesn't, but I'm guessing it's because like at the time the facility was like alarms yeah. were going off. You can hear stuff. like faintly in the background, just super quiet. You don't see it or anything. You just hear it go off. It's this, pretty good. It is a pretty fun gag. Yeah. But anyway, they don't know how to combat one individual who's on the loose and unpredictable mm-hmm. and ultra-violent. They're not... They're not prepared for it. No. And so they come up with the idea of, well, what we can do is we can just unthaw John Spartan early, make him a cop again, because he can under some contract or whatever, mm-hmm. dealing with being frozen, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, And... We'll just have him go do it because Sandra Bullock's character is a big fan of the 20th century for convenience of the movie. Yeah. She's just a big fan of everything 20th century. 
and she remembers a lot of the stuff. So does the old guy mm-hmm. because he was a he was younger, just this old cop guy. Yeah. So yeah, that's what they do. They just unthaw him. I said unthaw. Holy Wisconsin. Wow. My Midwest is showing. Holy crap. For those of you not understanding the gravity of this, uh, in the Midwest, especially in Wisconsin, we like to say, take the chicken out of the freezer so it can unthaw. Now, but you're just thawing it. The prefix un means to not do or do the opposite of. <laughs> so it makes no sense saying that you're going to unthaw the chicken because that just means that you're going to freeze it. Instead of just saying, hey, take the chicken out so it can thaw, we say unthaw. And it's just stupid. It's very stupid. Yeah. And I try not to say it. And I just said it. And I'm mm-hmm. leaving it in because. They need to know. Midwest awareness, everybody. Yes. Pay attention. Stop saying unthaw. We need we need this to end. Yeah. It's a public service announcement. Just freaking stop. Mm-hmm. <sighs> John Spartan gets thawed. There you go. Brought back. Instantly finds out about the swearing because every time you swear, a ticket pops out from a thing in, in a room. It dings. Yep. And it tells you that you're in violation of code whatever. And little paper ticket comes out. Like when he sits next to it and just has a bunch of swear words and just collects them. That's because he tried the poop. They make fun of him for not knowing what the three seashells were. Because they don't have toilet paper anymore. No, they got rid of toilet paper, but it's funny that this thing's going to spit out paper tickets like crazy. Yeah. But they can't make toilet paper? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Cancel culture. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of attitude throughout this entire movie, isn't there? What are they going to cancel next, koi fish? Yeah, it's dumb. (laughs) It's completely dumb. I bet you in this future, you know what, Brennan? Mr. Potato Head has no penis. They canceled his penis. I can't even go to my favorite fishing spot anymore. My secret little fishing spot where I can't hear my wife nag at me. So quiet. I just hear Ben Shapiro whispering in my ear. He's whispering. He's whispering sweet nothings. (laughs) Hypothetically, if I were uh, in your room and uh, your wife was gone and it was just the two of us, hypothetically, we could get into... Uh, a, ma- a mature scenario. God, I hate Ben Shapiro. Three seashells. Three seashells. Do you want to go? Let's just do it now. Okay, what do the three seashells do? What do you think they do? What do I think they do? I'm gonna... Because mm, there's like different sizes. No, they're shell. all the same size. They're all the same size. Okay. Yes. They're all the same size, and there's three of them. And they say three specifically. Yes. They so show them. all of them are probably being used because in some bathrooms there are two sets of toilet paper. They're both the same. No one says, oh, you didn't know how to use the two rolls of toilet paper. No one would ever say that. So we can imply that the three seashells must be all used, which... I agree. That also makes things a lot more complicated. Uh, It does become a three-step process, possibly. Possibly. Really hard to use more than one. I'm going to say... Oh, jeez. I don't know. Because it's replacing the act of wiping, which is to get the poopy off of your butt. Mm-hmm. So why do you need three? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Why do you need three? Like, one makes sense. One that I can see, like, oh, you just kind of, like, scoop it out or something. But that would just be covered in poop and it would smell. I'm going to say 
one shell you like wipe with in a way and kind of like you know scoop it and get a little poopy out and then use the other one to then like scrape it off into the toilet and then oh but what do you do with the third one then what a loss <laughs> i think by the end you use one to wipe and then you use the two shells to pick up the third like that first one that he wiped with to wash it and then you put them all back okay because that way you're not touching the poopy shell and you need to to pick them up i don't know your thoughts my thoughts were the you would use one shell and that shell would have like some type of sonic device oh boy because you would you would take your poop right you would use the sonic device remove any bits of poop mm -hmm. from your bottom mm -hmm. and then the second shell could be sterilization ray or me or maybe like a deodorizer mm -hmm. something to that effect and then the third one would just be like a hand sanitizer it's a good theory or clean off the other two shells yeah because you got poopy hands yeah so, i feel like the idea of the one being the odorizer i think that's that's a smart take what salon says how they were used <laughs> was you would take two shells like chopsticks and you would use it to help get the poop out of your butt <laughs> you would like pull out the turd <laughs> and then the last one would just be to like scrape off any extra poop no explanation as to what the hell you do with them once you're done you need to wash them in the sink i guess why would you want to wash anything in the sink the whole point of toilet paper is like you're not supposed to come in contact with anything down there. There's no way. The last thing I want is poop on me. I don't, and it's on my, it's already on me because it's on my butt. But I don't want to touch it with my hands. You're wiping, and that finger just busts through that toilet paper. You guys have to get like triple ply. People with single ply toilet paper should How be do you criminal. Live? Should be criminal. It really should be. You might as well just wad up a piece of tape with broken glass on it and just use that to wipe with. Yeah. It's about as comfortable. No way. I'd sooner wipe my own butt with gravel. Period. <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. Duct tape. Sticky side. <laughs> Dongles, why don't you let us know what you think the three shells are used for? Right on in. I think it's an excellent joke, too. What? The three seashells. We're still talking oh. about to this day. Oh, yeah. There's never been a solid answer. No. We still don't know. Because it was like a guy was like, I need something here. I don't know what to do. And, but it's it's funny, though. It is a it's really stuck. Yeah, and it's a funny joke. And so they're like, nah, he doesn't know. Anything. Yeah, he doesn't know how to use the three yeah. seashells. They don't even explain it to him. Like proper hygiene, they just don't tell him. Right. Really cool civilization you have here. Yeah, you'd think you, if he was getting subliminal messages while he They'd was in They'd keep him up to date. Yeah. Like, you'd be a little prepared. Yeah, when you get out and meet three seashells, here's how you use them. Plus, what kind of what kind of sentence is that? Oh, you get to live in the future? You get to live in the future, and you, like, learn skills. Like, he learned how to crochet and knit. That's cool. That's really cool. He just woke up with skills. I mean, I guess, like, the, the negative would be, like, he wants to know where his wife is and where his daughter oh. is. And they're like, oh, nope, your wife is dead. He's he's sad about learning his wife died for like a solid 15 seconds. Never thinks about her again. 
I guess in the original like script of this, which was actually a lot darker, at the end, he just checks up with his old wife. That would have been nice. That would have been pretty sweet. I think so, too. Yeah. Like, they would still love each other. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean you can't love her. Mm-hmm. It's better than, like, Captain America kissing Peggy's, like, great... It was niece? Niece. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird. So, clearly, like, he's gonna... He also has, like, this... Like, they didn't put his daughter in this. People were weirded out in, like, test screenings or something that he had a daughter that was basically the same age as Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Or like they were yeah. close to the same age yeah. anyway. And then, then later Sandra Bullock's like, hey, do you want to like go see your daughter? And he's like, no. Supposedly she's one of the people in the group, like the rebels. What a horrible life she's living. Feel bad for her. No, but those people are living free, Brennan. They, they were living free in garbage and filth. They were free though, Brennan. So you're telling me that after Brennan, her... Mo- they were free. They got to be free Americans. They got to swear... Yeah. They had cars. They ate meat. Rats. Drank beer. Wait, there were people not speaking English down there? Oh, let me point out something else about this future. I don't know if you picked up on this. There's not a lot of brown people in this city in the future. Yeah. Because Simon Phoenix is running around up top. One, if not the only black guy. I think there might have been a couple black Dotted people around. in the background, but not... Incredibly token. Very rare. Super weird. Like, oh, I, would they go underground, and one of the first people they talk to is a Spanish speaker. Yeah. And there's other, like, just ethnicities down there. So now I'm thinking, like, I don't necessarily like this future that much. It's not as utopian as one would think. Well, I didn't think it was utopian from the beginning. So... Who is this movie? Who is this movie talking to then? Because they want to play it off as some liberals taking away all our meats yeah, and stuff. But then also, well, I don't want to deal with any brown people. Yeah, trying it's weird. It kind of plays it both ways. Yeah, a little bit. And I think it was kind of intentional because they kind of like make a comment at the end. I suppose it. I guess yeah, they wanted to get like both sides of it. I think I saw somewhere where. Like it, this movie's described as like a like a libertarian manifesto. What on earth? This is what they want to do to us. <laughs> give me a break. Just give me a give, just. Hey, you know what? If you're all about that nonsense, just shut the hell up. Just let people just be cool with each other. That's all. That's all anybody really wants. Stop caring so much. Yeah. Stop being knee jerk reaction to everything. I can say, not caring about, like, what everyone else is doing is so liberating. It really is. Like, I'm not worried who's sleeping with who. I don't care. Nobody's getting hurt, as long as it's consensual. God, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. You do you. Exactly. Live your best life. I'm weird, too. Just weird in ways that aren't seen as, well, I guess some are seen as, like, heinous religious crimes, but, like... <laughs> well, we're all about those. Yeah, but <laughs> but like, yeah, we're all weird. It just so happens that you know the differences that you have are just ones that people don't like a lot, that, and that really sucks. Right, and you know, big deal. Some social norms change over time. Yeah, you just have to roll with it. You live in a better place as soon as you just 
Stop acting like you're the, the tough guy. Just chill out. Take a breather. <sighs> there. I got off my... I feel a little better now. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes, yeah, because it goes for us, too. It certainly does. Maybe we shouldn't go on Facebook and read what all of our horrible relatives are saying. <laughs> Just stop caring. Stop feeding them that attention. Don't get into that Facebook argument. I can That's assure right. you it's what they want. Yeah. Stop giving them attention. It worked before. Yeah, that's how you deal with bullies. You just don't give them attention. What are you wearing, a Godzilla shirt? Yeah. And then you just keep walking. Like It's like when I was younger and nerd culture was just frowned upon and you couldn't really discuss it. Now it's a big thing and everybody is into it. And you yeah. know what? That's great. I'm happy. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Marvel movies wouldn't exist without that. They would yeah. not be as popular. The fact that I could that I can have a conversation with a just normal person on the street about Iron Man, granted it's their limited view. Sure, but but still it's enjoyable. Yeah, you don't find it to be high art. That's fine. It's not supposed to be. No, you can just calm down. They keep making Batman movies, and every time they make a Batman movie, they keep getting better. Every well, time they reboot it, mm. every time they reboot it, it gets better. Yeah. Can they maintain it every time? No. No. Oh, well, I'm not counting Fat Fleck, though. That's what I, that was I'm, my first thought. Okay, I'm counting him out. Yeah. I'm saying, like, independent. End of the story. <laughs> Demolition Man. Oh! Demolition Man. Demolition Man is in no way what I think any political group would want. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants this. And in order to avoid futures like this, I think everybody should just chill out. Right. It's a cautionary tale. It is a cautionary tale. Because it shows a lack of balance yes. in this future. There's no balance to everything where, yeah, sometimes you got to have, like, I don't know why they weren't still training police to use physical force. Or at it least some, no like, sense. Ed 209s. It's 2030. We can at least get, like, one Ed 209 walking around. Or a something. Or something. Or, and, and also what I don't understand with this movie. So you have Joaquin Phoenix running around, blowing up buildings, doing mm-hmm. whatever, um, dancing on, stair, on stairwells. And, and so they're like, oh, no, we can't kill him. We have to unfreeze the guy. We're just call in like a SWAT team. The U.S. has a military. The, U- the U.S. has like a police force still. But we're back to the fact that this entire city is somehow self-contained. Is it, a, is it separated from like the rest of the country? There's no talk about any type of federal anything either. Yeah. Like, you would think that there would be, like, at least one organization that'd be like, oh, yeah, this guy's super evil. Let's use our advanced, what he would perceive as advanced weaponry to just obliterate him. Right. Oh, yeah, because all guns are outlawed, too. Which brings us to Phoenix Jones wants to get guns. Yeah. He just wants to get some guns. So where does he go? A museum? It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's fun. You know, like, he goes in. He actually, I kind of like where he gets, like, the, the future gun. Yeah. So there's, like, a fun little area in between. Yeah. That, like, yeah, there would be other stuff mm-hmm. until, like, I think they said 2010. It was, yeah. Was when they just kind of went into this whole new way of life. And all these guns, unlimited ammo, however much you want. It's just there. There's no explanation for no, it. No, you don't see you any ammo just cases. just need the roll yeah. with it. I love when he walks into the, like, part of the museum. And he just hits that guy's head on the glass. <laughs> so funny. It's so out of nowhere. Right. Well, yeah, but okay, how about this, though? 
because that's like all the the weird Fox News stuff where they're like, here's a video of somebody punching somebody from behind and that's all the youth want to do today is they're sucker punching everybody and old people look out. The streets are just mad with youth TikTokers punching old people in the back of the head. So it kind of plays into that, you know what I mean? I guess so, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, but I mean, from a movie standpoint, it is funny. Elam and coolness scene is if uh, they're grabbing weapons, whatever they can grab as they're moving around. It would been cool if they, because it was shown in this place, like one of them grabs like a gun from like World War Two, you know? One of them shooting like the M1 Grand from World War Two. the other one's, you know, pulling a, like a modern like Glock 9, like... That would have been fun. Oh, yeah. The museum is the Hall of Violence. Yeah. Or at least that's the shit section that they're in. Like, have one pick up, like, a caveman, like, club. It could have been fun to, like, battle around throughout with, like, random historical weapons. And also, one... Okay, so, like, I can get past the no ammo, but the fact that Phoenix was able to fire that cannon, I find so unbelievable. Well, he was given... Like mastery of all weapons. True. Yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not saying like he didn't have but the know how. Who Who would have ever guessed that they would have thought of like throwing in a cannon, in there? like an old tiny yeah. cannon, and then having like a, a thing of like actual live gunpowder, and then like an actual like cannonball. There are no kids. They show no children in this utopia either. Oh, that's, so you know this, this... that's actually history. That's a future I can get behind. <laughs> I can't comment on that. I've had kids, and I kind of like kids. <laughs> hey, conservatives, this future is uh, pro-life. What do you think about that? Oh, wouldn't it be like pro-choice and everybody's just choosing not to have kids? No, they're pro-life because they said that getting pregnant is illegal. Oh, Unless you have, you have a right. license. Yeah, you have to get a license to get pregnant. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. This future is like totally messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Come to think of it, you are right because they always say like the left is like super loosey-goosey with their morals and always like doing horrible sexual stuff mm-hmm. just getting pregnant all the time because yeah. they want to but in this yeah. they don't do any of that oh you are correct on that interesting they are playing it both ways aren't they yeah mm, everybody's gonna take a little something out of this future yeah that they like or dislike they're gonna say well i'm never gonna stand for that or I'm never going to stand for that. I guess it depends on where you're from. I guess, can't always use the southern accent. <sighs> well, we mentioned that last time. Speaking of stuff last time, the font on this, like, hall of violence. We're going to have some font talk in this movie. Yeah, let's go. Font talk. Font talk. There's actually a brewery. I don't know the name of that font, but there is a brewery in this area called Ale Asylum that uses that same font. But on their computer system, I did, was not a fan of what they were doing on there. And I get that Serpentine may look like a future font, but it's not good. It's not, it's kind of a terrible, used on a lot of sportswear and things like that. You think that they would design, you No, know, they're too lazy to design any sort of a new font either. Well, I think if you just used like one of the, like what is super easy to read and it's always going to be kind of timeless. Impact. Meme font. Comic Sans. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about hey. Impact. Hey, did it, oh, that was a joke. A impact. Because oh. that's what they use in like all the meme pictures. It's bold impact. Yeah. Yeah. Comic Sans, hate it or not, it is very easy to read. It is very legible. God, if I went to the future and they were just using Times New Roman, 
Oh, Ariel. And I already complained about serifs last time. I should really just like get over it and start to try to accept more fonts. Be open-minded. Yeah. Why am I just so set in my ways on this stuff? Yeah, you have instilled this in me too. Because I will see things and I'm like, oh, it's just not a good font. I'm no. not as like, I don't have like the know-how. Like I don't know as many names. But I will definitely judge them for what they do use. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm like, well, as long as it doesn't have serifs, then it's not like super terrible. You tossing and it. turning at night, having a nightmare about serifs. <laughs> like anything that you type, it just has a serif on it. You can't get rid of it. You're like, no. Yeah, that'd be no. nightmare. <laughs> Enough about that. Where are we? Oh, the Hall of Violence stuff. Wow, we're barely into this movie. Well, there's not a lot to it, though. Yeah. There really isn't because. They figure out that the old dude just woke up Phoenix to go kill the underground leader and... Yeah. And then they basically just go underground, talk to everybody. They're like, oh. Yeah. These guys are just poor and they want food. Also, for whatever reason, there's a fancy car and pristine shape that they have there. For a chase scene. It's, yeah. Just for a chase scene, so you could have a 20th century car. It's just a big old muscle car. I do like the cars in this. Yeah, I was wondering how they did that because the well, cars look pretty cool. Yeah, and it had the self-driving mm-hmm. and where like the steering wheel would like pop out. Mm-hmm. The cars themselves appeared to be, all be electric because they were super quiet. Yeah. That part seems pretty cool. Because like uh, Phoenix also like wakes up like all the other oh, gang did, members. He, yeah, he gets some other guys. Yeah. Do they get used? There's like one fight scene with like two of them. Not really. So here's also the thing too I noticed is that because when he figures out the underground stuff Mm -hmm. and he goes down there, that's kind of where he sets up his base of operations. Yeah. Yeah. And he and his crew dress like a lot of the the fighters that they have down there. Mm -hmm. So they have like armor made out of rubber tires and stuff, which is kind of cool. It is pretty cool. Very kind of Mad Max. They wake up Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer they do mention that Jeffrey Dahmer's in this yeah it's so weird I know and he's like oh I like that guy really you you like the guy who poured acid on people's brains to make them into sex zombies and then he also ate people I could actually see Phoenix kind of being like yeah that guy was weird I don't know man <laughs> yeah so this movie came out in 1993 Jeffrey Dahmer was killed in 1994. That joke died instantly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think by the time this reached video cassette for home viewing, it was already an outdated joke. How would he end up in an LA prison in the first place? Yeah. That's out of state. Right. He, he was locked up in the great state of Wisconsin. That's right. Where we like to eat people. Yeah. No one thawing here. Yeah. <laughs> no one thawing here. Like uh, yeah. Do you think Jeffrey Dahmer ever said unthaw? He's like, oh, I got to take this leg out of my freezer to unthaw it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He wasn't born in Wisconsin. He's from Indiana. Yeah. So. I oh, mean, that is. Yeah. I mean, still. Still Midwest. Count, yeah, yeah. Still could count. But I mean, kind of depends on the region of Indiana, too. Yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of whole like a lot of people who talk like bing bang bing bang bing bong bing bang bing bang. Exactly like that. Yeah. And he didn't live in like the biggest of of towns either. No. It's a pretty small town. 
That whole situation with him, that's a bad cop situation too. That cop let that kid go back to his house. Yeah. What a terrible cop. That guy's still working to this day. Is he? Yeah. He never got in any trouble for that. Do you think he thinks They never so- froze him. Yeah. That guy's got blood on his hands. He probably doesn't care anymore. Probably, probably didn't never, care in the first place. No. He clearly didn't care in the first place. No. We're going on a lot of fun tangents on this one episode. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's going to be a editing fiesta for Oh, me. I bet. We just summarize the rest of this movie and talk about more future stuff? because Yeah, because, I don't know, uh, John Spartan is like, oh, Phoenix is at this location. Let me go fight him. Drives there with Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock proves herself to be a worthy combatant and actually beats a guy up after, what did she say? She watched... Jackie Chan movies. Jackie Chan movies. Who Stallone wanted him as the villain. That would have been awesome. Yeah, but you know what? You couldn't have Jackie Chan as a villain because he only plays heroes. Yeah, that is true. Is that like a rule of his? No, it's a very it's a cultural thing. Like it's expected in China that if you play a hero. Like that's why he never like shacks up with women or anything. Hmm. He does use guns, not very often though. That was extremely rare. He does hate his, um, was it son, daughter? What Jackie Chan hates his. Oh yeah, this is this is an actual like news story. So Jackie Chan's daughter came out as lesbian, and basically the entire like nation and culture disowned her, oh. and she ended up homeless. Oh. And Jackie Chan didn't do much about it. Oh. That's sad. Yeah. That's a human being. Yeah. And also his son was like arrested for like possession of drug tar- charges, but just kind of means you're a normal oh, kid yeah. at that point. But yeah, that the whole thing with his daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's, wow, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. I know he's like, I think come around. I would hope so. Um, but I mean, that's a, that's a very common thing though, is parents will just disown their children. Sadly. You know what? I'm there for you. You need just a dad hit you on the shoulder and be like, hey, slugger, everything's going to be okay. You heterosexual white male. (laughs) No, I would not do that. No, I'm just saying like, no, I'm not saying you specifically. Yeah, but. I'm saying you as like anybody out there. Yeah. You know what? You need a father figure. I'll, I'll be a father figure. I can say from experience, he's pretty good at it. I'm all right. And you know what? Especially if you're younger, Brennan's getting too old. I may need to replace him on the podcast. We'll just cycle some kids through here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a revolving door. Hey, kids, you want to, you you would literally be the guy from the intro. You oh, would be, man. You want to you wanna come record a podcast? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, like, could I even, so imagine I'm trying to foster a child become a foster parent mm-hmm. and they do some research on me and they just find corrupted youth podcast they play the first two minutes and that would be it they would probably i'm probably never going to be able to do anything yeah just because of the title of the show and the intro they would google your name they would go to your website and they would see like skeletor spanking he-man and they'd be like what on earth <laughs> For the, the the show with the band Hardcore Sex. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel I feel my work's pretty tame, actually. <laughs> All things considered, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of... That's not my fault it's that racy. It's all pretty innocent, really. This is Demolition Man. We're talking about you adopting a foster child. <laughs> because what else is there to talk about? We're wrapping up this movie. Yeah, so... So, yeah. They fight. They fight. Obviously. They fight in the cryo chamber area. Because it's a cool set piece. It is a very cool set piece. It was a pretty cool fight, too, I Big will say. Big mechanical arm and stuff. Yeah, it grabs them. Mm-hmm. Very uh, carbon freezing chamber. Yeah. And then what they use, he uses like the... The freezing thing. The little orb thing. Yeah. To freeze Simon Phoenix. Isn't there, doesn't he do something with the wand too? Because they've got like the batons, the stun batons that always make weird noise. Like they're kind of like sing-songy. I don't know. I'm sure it's used in the fights somewhere. I just had to bring up that thing. Like whatever it is. Yeah. Apparently you just like touch somebody's back of their head and it just knocks them out. Yeah. And he swings in and he kicks the frozen head off of Phoenix. Which was pretty cool. It's actually. pretty cool. And then it like hits the that. ground and it shatters. Yeah. I, I like that. Like that. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a callback too. Because in, back in 1996, before the building blows up, Spartan, Spartan says something to, to Phoenix. And, and he says something like, I might just lose my head. And then... John Spartan's like, oh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Apparently he did. Yeah. Yeah, and then they just are like, yay, everybody can get along now. Because also that old guy got killed. Mm-hmm. Because he was programmed, Phoenix was programmed to not shoot him. No matter yes. what he could do, he could not kill him. So then he just tells one of his partners to kill him. How they didn't think of that loophole before. I don't think so. There's some major oversight on that. Major part. oversight. Maybe they didn't think that he would organize. They thought he would just be a one-man killing machine. Yeah, but I think they would have thought about that the second he's like, hey, I want anybody else under my command. Yeah. It's stupid. Video conferences. FaceTime. Yeah. Because they've got the, the boardroom with all the monitors and everybody can be in a meeting together. Which was a scary reality. For online schooling because did you ever see where some schools had it set up where they had like tablets on like big posts yes and it was just the people's fate yeah it was literally that yeah but it's, it's like the the south park where the one kid can't go trick-or-treating yeah so they carry on the ipad yeah other future things um future sex because you can't have physical sex because you might get pregnant and that has to be planned completely yeah so they have headsets that are just like weird euphoric sexual experience honestly kind of extreme for this very tame society like it looks kind of wild yeah i mean that looked like drugs or something yeah like you're having a weird drug sex dream yeah it was odd yeah that was a weird part that was just weird i remember the first time i watched this movie too and they were gonna start to get it on and I had to do the math to make sure that that wasn't his daughter because I kept thinking like that's yeah. going to be his daughter that's what I thought right away too yeah I mean he's thought out like not even a day they're already getting it on yeah and like, also this movie happens doesn't within... care about his wife <laughs> this movie happens within two days yeah I do like it though when she asks him oh do you want to have sex and he's like Ooh? like <laughs> right here and she's like yeah <laughs> he's like 
yeah <laughs> he's like is he gonna already he's all excited well yeah because i mean he can't he because the first thing he asks for when he gets out he wants a cigarette mm-hmm. he can't have that so he's like oh okay yeah i love the joke of him knowing how to knit that was actually pretty funny i think so too yeah because like he he gets like the box of his old stuff and it's was it like his badge it's his old hat and then it's just a big ball of yarn and then he's sitting there and he's like i don't know like reading word documents or whatever just without even thinking about it just starts to knit and then he shows up the next morning with like a full like <laughs> long sleeve sweater he had knitted for sandra bullock which first off that is some insane speed um second of all how did he get it out of that one little tiny ball of yarn yeah yeah he probably wouldn't got more yarn <laughs> yeah he probably had that, like that fiendish like i kind of oh, i got to get more. i have to crochet <laughs> yeah and he's like talking about like oh god like why do i know what like these like random like patterns are and everything that it's like out of everything this is so annoying or i feel like he crashes the car and he's like walking away he's like all i can think about right now is just i want to want to like knit something yeah everything gets frustrating and he's like i just want to knit yeah voice command lights were in this movie honestly the clapper's cooler muriel oh oh Running, I can't. Oh, jeez, it's too dark in here. What happened? That was stupid. <laughs> that's a that's a gag that you do when we have like footage. <laughs> we no falling one, out the steps. I didn't get the part where he was like sitting down, and he's like looking up at the TV, and then it just random chick with boobs out, FaceTimes in, and is just like. So, John, I was thinking, about, oops, wrong number, and then just change it. And he just, like, shakes it. He's like, what the? Like, he was just as confused as the viewers were as to why that was even a thing. He did not even know that his wall was basically a giant iPhone. Yeah. He had no idea. It was a big screen. That was kind of interesting, too. I did like it how the cop had the little, like, they have little computers they can talk to. You know, like, when they first approach Phoenix, he's, like, telling him oh. what to do. They had to hold them all weird, though. Yeah. Like, why? It was weird. Like, the way that they held it and the way that it faced, it was not ergonomic at all. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. I can't... I can show you right now. Yeah, you're doing it right now. Holding it. Uh-huh. But, and then the screen... Like, so they're holding it with their left hand, but the screen's to their left of their hand, and then they have, like... It comes down, and you can see, like, a little type pad and stuff. That was on there, but like that's completely inconvenient. Yeah, let's talk about the um, franchise war, wasn't it? How can we not discuss that? I can't believe we haven't yet. Yeah, so apparently there was this huge franchise war at some point with all the major like food companies and restaurants and stuff, and in the end, the final winner was Taco Bell. Yes, and famously, it was changed to Pizza Hut overseas. Because they didn't really know what a Taco Bell was. Yeah. But it was a pretty funny joke, too. It was. And I, and I like how they diss Taco Bell. Like, Spartan totally disses it because he's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to take me out of this dinner at Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, he's just not. To be fair, impressed. it was like supposed to be like a very formal. He had no idea, thing. though. Yeah. He did not know. Yeah. Because then, because the comment is all restaurants are Taco Bell. Mm hmm. So they just, every restaurant's a Taco Bell. That's kind of insane. But how can a Taco Bell 
be the only restaurant when they've outlawed fat and meat and everything else like that. They had to completely change what they make. I mean, it's got to be like some type of horrible synthetic something. Yeah. Because they even showed it and they had like the little chips Mm -hmm. laid out with just sauce on them. Yeah. Which must have been extra confusing if they thought that it was Pizza Hut overseas. Right. Well, maybe they thought it was little slices of pizza. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I think that McDonald's would probably win a franchise war anyway. There's a catering van out front that the underground people raid because they're hungry. Mm-hmm. And that's where John Spartan makes the connection that, you know, like there's nothing wrong with them. They're not really. They're just wanting food. Yeah. I do like his little speech about like, oh, do you think I like hitting people? Like, I only do this like because I have to. I only resort to violence when I have to. I, I don't want to beat these people up when they're just fighting for food. It was nice. Yeah. He was strictly. A criminal abuser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he will destroy an entire building as long as he can get one. Yeah. One one villain. I did really like Phoenix in this movie. Yeah, we yeah, I we should we should talk about Wesley Snipes in this. Because he kills it. Wesley Snipes, you can tell he just had so much fun. He's just chewing the scenery so completely over the top. Yeah. And having fun. Mm-hmm. He was very funny. Yeah, he was a great villain. Super fun. Apparently, he really hated that hair. I bet. He shaved it, like, right away. Good. And then the basketball player, Dennis Rodman. I don't know if you know who he is. Okay, you do? He, I, that's where he started, like, he got the idea. Like, oh, I'll have crazy hair, too. He thought it was cool. Little did he know <laughs> that the guy who played him didn't like it. Yeah. Maybe we should go, like, on a... Because Wesley Snipes played Blade. Oh, review Blade. Would you? I haven't seen Blade. You have... Wait, you have not seen Blade. I've not seen Blade. I've seen Blade 2, which is... I know the best. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Well, I don't know if I wanted to cover Blade, then. What if we take the Sandra Bullock path instead? No. There's there's not going to be anything we want to see in that. We're going to watch the movie I'm Stuck in Space. What? That's a movie? Is that the name of it? Oh, Gravity? Yeah, I'm the I'm Stuck in Space movie. That movie's so bad. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I just know it's bad. <laughs> Why? Everybody talked about how great it was. It's so unrealistic. And the visuals aren't even, like, that spectacular. No. I think it won for, like, Best Special Effects, maybe. Like, maybe, I'm like, I'm just the, saying that off the top the, of my head. I don't know. The technical aspect, yes, was impressive. The, the like, I don't know. just wasn't that. I also feel the same way about Avatar, so maybe I'm... Maybe I just have a bad take. Ooh, man. I can't stand Avatar. Yeah, I can't stand Avatar. Dumb blue people. The big tree. Stupid. I liked all the tech in that one. The humans. I rooted for the humans most of the, the time. The human tech and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That's another scenario. Where like, I don't know. Guys, figure it out. Just learn how to live together. Like, why you got to come in there and be jerks? Yeah. I don't know. You can figure something There's out. There's no need. Well, let's have an endless war against blue people. Also, just nuke it from orbit. I don't know. I feel like it isn't that hard. <laughs> you can You have like that's a nice. That's a nice aliens reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. James Cameron should have known better. Yes. <laughs> you have very fast ships. Just fly a ship into it at like two percent the speed of light, and you would obliterate like half the planet. 
Unobtainium. I'm just going to leave oh, it at that. Oh, Lord. That's the last thing I'm going to say. Unobtainium. Transformium. <laughs> Stallone's pretty good in this movie, though. He is pretty good in this movie. I mean, movie. he's all right. I mean, it's... At this point, he's just doing a thing. Like, he's just this doing what his he does thing. now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty well into it. The action's really not that bad in it. I mean, it's not the best, but it's seen worse. Just quick talk about the budget of this. Okay. Like, do you think it was a successful movie? Um, I'm going to say it made its money back. It did, and then some. I mean, I guess there's not a lot of effects in this. It's just kind of blowing crap up and it's some future stuff. Yeah, and they were used to on things. Yeah, a lot of sets are reused too. Yeah. So like about less than sixty million, and then made like over a hundred and fifty million. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. So it was successful. It was, people liked it. I think people liked it because it you get it. It's not trying to be more than it is. I guess. Yeah. And there's a playfulness to it. There definitely is. It has a lot of comedy. Yeah. It's not I'm, very serious. I also feel like it didn't really need an R rating. Except for the swear words. The, the swear words the is swear, what cares. The swearing, the boobs. But even then, the boobs were incredibly unnecessary. Yeah, you don't need to have the boobs on it. Mm-hmm. Because there just wasn't, like, crazy gore. Except yeah. for Wesley Snipes getting his head kicked off, which was really awesome, but that's it. Well, also at the time, too, um, around this time, the MPAA was, like, really not having a whole lot of violence. They were kind of really over it, you know, thanks to all the slasher movies of the eighties and all the action movies. Yeah. They were really trying to be a bit of this future with movies. I hate them. They're pretty cool about stuff. Now I don't really see here too much about people complaining about getting stuff in movies. Well, actually if there's any sort of like romance, because Part of the rating, they'll they'll factor in like romantical relationships and stuff like that. They will rate things harsher if it is a homosexual relation huh. than if it is like a straight relationship. So that's one of their problems. They will go after homosexual relationships. So huh. they're not perfect still, but they're certainly a lot more lenient on gore and swearing and boobs. Uh, there's really not anything terrible in this movie as far as rated rness where at least the other one from last month had squibs had some squibs yeah this movie was far less engaging than i found judge dread to be the setting i will say the future was funnier and it i liked the commentary uh albeit because it was a very heavy-handed in this movie compared to judge dread and i also i think judge dread had better set pieces set design yeah. And which do you like more? I'm going to say I like Judge Dredd more. I agree. I like Judge Dredd a lot more, actually. And yeah. For a lot of the reasons you just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the future Stallone cop movie. No, not at all. I want. So do you have a favorite scene? Uh, it's like all mediocre. <laughs> it's like all all right. I guess it probably have to be a time that Wesley Snipes was on screen doing something funny. So there, just put all the scenes on a board and just throw a dart at it. That's my favorite scene. Because he was, actually, I'm going to say it, the the scene of him at like the weird phone booth thing when all the cops pull up to him and he's just like kind of figuring out that the cops are weak 
this world is just like so just like passive passive that he can do whatever he wants and him just realizing that freedom and getting into his groove was really funny that sounds fair and how would you rate it saying the word movie it was a movie <laughs> i don't think i have a favorite scene in this movie it was very it was so hard for me to think of one the entire thing is like you said very mid mm-hmm. it's not happening i mean i guess if i i guess if i were to say anything I did like when John Spartan finds out that he's eating a rat burger and just goes with it. Yeah. Because he was just like, this is the best burger I've ever eaten. And also like, oh, I forgot to mention it earlier. So, oh, sorry, I'm bringing it up now. The horrors of being frozen like that, because apparently it was very self-aware. That you're that you're conscious that entire time. Yeah, and he keeps having like the same nightmare over and over again about all those people. You would go insane, right? He would easily come out insane. Any form of like consciousness where you just stuck like that for years, like you you would go crazy. I think for even a year, you would lose your sanity. They just had that guy who was paralyzed. He was like full. They paralyzed him. No, they just had that no, guy paralyzed. In real life, there's a man who's oh my god, fully paralyzed, right? And they were able to like put a chip in his brain or whatever that he can communicate. Oh lord, through thought. And he wants a beer, and he wants to listen to like the Tool album, really loud stuff like that. And then he loves his son. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, completely conscious. Dongles, have you ever been paralyzed or stuck in some form of stasis, but you have complete retention of what's going on around you? What was your experience with that? Call now. Let us know how it went for you. I don't know, it sounded like you're doing like an old <laughs> injury law commercial. Call now. Okay, so yeah, okay. We need to end this. Did, do <laughs> you have mesophilioma? You may be entitled to financial compensation. My teeth, they look clean. They feel clean. People are talking about them. <laughs> Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Demolition Man is a movie. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Just a movie. So if you want to watch it, go ahead. It tried I, to be I, something. I, I don't. I can't even like recommend it or not recommend it. I just don't even care. Yeah. It it tried. It. I could see it it tried to be something special i can tell where people would have fun with it and enjoy it it's just doesn't do it for me yeah it's jokes landed everything else not that interesting even not even that not all the jokes landed but it's kind of like eating just plain crackers but you had you don't have anything to wash it down with and uh, eventually you're just yeah. like <laughs> And you're like coughing up bits of cracker and you're yeah. like, yeah, it's so dry, but I want to still eat crackers. Yeah. Because there's that little bit of salt on that, on that cracker. Mm-hmm. Keeping you going. Yeah. Dongles, if you like it or don't like it, and I'm not even going to be affected. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite movie. And I'd be like, okay. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's uh, cool. Right. Good for it. you. Yeah. I'm just so completely indifferent about this entire movie. Yeah. Like, I literally don't ever want to watch it again. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I think I would rather just stare at a wall if I had the option. Yeah, there's so many better things I could do with my time. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at the wall for an hour and a half or however long this movie is, but I have seen Demolition Man far too many times. 
Yeah, I'll stick with one. The, you know what would be a complete hell is watching this on TV. Like it's the only thing that's on and you have to sit through commercials too. And it's edited. And that's what your stasis is like when you're frozen. That's your rehabilitation. <laughs> oh man. Endless demolition man. Oh. It's gonna be that it's gonna be what my brain replays in my moment of death. <laughs> Just You're not gonna remember man. like your family, all the memories that you made, all and none of that. It's just going to be, what do those three seashells do? <laughs> There's a link in the notes. Buy a t-shirt if you want. We got I think they're pretty cool. I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, look at that. Right in. Let us know what you think this three seashells do. Because I actually, I would be I'm curious, be yeah. And you know what? You can get super fun with it. Just try not to be like overly Too, offensive yeah. with it because then i'm just not even gonna deal with it but yeah have fun with it get weird with it it's okay see some memes well, we have a group stuff. we have a group the dongle den yep sorry i'm never it's on fun. facebook i'm i'm not much these days either yeah but i'll go in there i like to check things out and i got a feeling for this summer we're gonna need some input from the dongles mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we're gonna go back to slasher camp Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I think maybe we should just keep it open. We'll see. We let it all loose and people can let us know what they yeah. want us to cover. But honestly, I don't know how many more camp movies there are going to actually be that might be worth it. True. Maybe there are. And even then, one or two of those were cutting it close where the camp wasn't even like that involved. Yeah, one wasn't even a summer camp. Yeah. So stay tuned for that at least. I want to do some more slashers. Yeah, just slashers would be good. Yeah, just because that's a plethora. There's, there's so many. And you know what? The quality is so all over the place. Yeah. You could have one that's super low budget and it's just a brilliant, fun time. Yeah. You could have another one that has a high budget. For every Halloween, you have a Madman Mars. <laughs> is that at least worth watching for that weird hot tub scene? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> And that and that strangulation part was just chilling. It was upsetting. Yeah. And still kind of icks me out. But anyway. Yeah. So think about think about it. Come up with some ideas. I got a pretty good idea of what might be on there if we just open it up. Yeah. Demolition so. Man would have been better if it was Wesley Snipes, Margaret Thatcher, and Jeffrey Dahmer trying to stop Sylvester Stallone. Ooh three-way team up mm-hmm. because if Dahmer got out he could be rehabilitated yeah what if they taught Dahmer like a bunch of crafts in his rehabilitation but now he just wants to use humans for those crafts <laughs> like they taught him pottery but he just wants to use like bones and skulls and stuff <laughs> backfires and on that note before we reveal our true selves as Wisconsin cannibals <laughs> yeah not gonna mention that anymore so thank you to our listeners the dongles and thank you to our fellow podcasters for your support like you court just like you just like you court hey court hey you should come visit wisconsin you sometime. Should. definitely won't eat you yeah don't worry we'll we'll unthaw the chicken ahead of time it'll be it'll be nice and ready hang in there dongles bye Rob, dead you! K-
Google results for Jackie Chan hates his kid. <laughs> it's like I farted inside my body. <laughs> <laughs>